Welcome on to the Wash Up Radio. The way out here, boys are taking it over tonight. I've got Matt with me. So it's Clayton and Matt. Taylor is out for tonight, but we got uh, the way out here, boys, just taking it on over. Uh, as always, we're sponsored by Manscaped. You can go to manscaped.com, get 20% off plus free shipping if you use code WASHED. But Matt, how are you doing? First ever time on Wash Up Radio. Dude, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling spicy I- tonight. I would say it's long time no see, but I literally recorded a podcast with you yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So, uh, yeah, you know, I think that we're going to vibe pretty well on the Washed Up Radio since we do this I, twice a week. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I'm pretty scared of our chemistry, but like, yeah. I think we'll make it through a podcast. But uh, <laughs> dude, I'm really stoked for you to show off some of those uh, golf skills in that that golf bag of yours coming down to Boise here on the 24th of July we've got the wash up network golf tournament here at Timberstone and I mean the golf course is beautiful but uh Matt's stroke might be even prettier so Matt are you how excited are you to uh show off that golf game um I'm pretty excited I (laughs) in all honesty I've probably played in the last like year and a half maybe seven rounds I've played three rounds this year so far so It'll Dude, be what interesting to us. We used to play so much. It's just so expensive, man. It really is. Golf it is just so expensive, but I'm super pumped to go down there, play a new course. It's, it's always fun to play a new course that you haven't played before. I'll, you know, try not to suck, but. Yeah, and doing a scramble is always fun. I know that oh, yeah. uh, you, Taylor, and I are obviously going to be paired together, and then we'll have someone else on our team. Uh, Lord help that person who's on our team. <laughs> it's going to be a riot. Yeah, <laughs> by whole like 12, they'll be like, get me off this course. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm super excited for it. And uh, I know Miles and all the rest of the Wash Up crew are excited to get the way out here guys down here in studio do some live streams down here too and uh get some content rolling yeah have you looked up timberstone at all have you seen the course you're you're Uh, a guy that would map the course like two weeks before (laughs) just to see how fast the greens are online yeah i've actually been on reddit looking at the green no just kidding (laughs) no but but i actually once you posted what course it was i actually uh just googled it and it looks pretty sweet it looks fun looks like it's a fun the only issue is there's water on it so Mm. i'm gonna I'm going to be bringing a shit ton of golf balls just in case. I just, I just watched the family guy. It was, I, it wasn't even a full episode, but it was when Lois is oh, like, why do they yes. put water on the course? And he's like, because it's fun. And it's like all golfers. It's like, it is not fun. <laughs> so, I uh, love that clip. It's so funny. One of our favorite courses though. I mean, in Liberty Lake has a bunch of water. Like it has that pond that sits in the middle of, I guess, two different, holes like that part or actually it sits in the middle of those two par threes um on indian uh, lakes right uh no no no. what is it called it's in uh, liberty lake yeah uh it's meadowwood meadowwood has all the water oh meadowwood has all the water but what's the nine hole that we like to golf that has that oh trailhead trailhead Trailhead. indian lakes is the one in boise that we like to golf Mm. it's like the nine hole in boise the best part about trailhead is that uh mexican restaurant (laughs) dude for real though palenques yes it's so good especially in the summer just sitting outside just like looking over i think a whole nine there the only issue with that is i'd be afraid someone's just gonna blade it over the green and oh yeah drill me in the head yeah, it's like 40 feet up, so you're okay unless, I mean, some goons golf that course, dude. It's a nine-holer, and it's like yeah. $11 after 5 p.m., <laughs> so I'm sure that they've gotten people that just yeah. absolutely hit the shit out of the ball, and 
going oh, yeah. to the clubhouse. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for Timberstone though. I haven't golfed with you guys in forever. It feels it's like. been a and long time. We always try to golf, but like traveling and golfing, it's really hard unless you're like going specifically to golf. To golf, yeah. So, you know, if you fly, you really have to you have to check your bags and stuff like that, and it's a whole I will thing. I will never do that. <laughs> My the like the amount of money that's in my golf clubs, I'm never flying anywhere with those things. Yeah, that's a great. Oh, unless great I did call. like because they have those uh, services where you they actually ship it for you, so you take it to them, they package okay. it up, and they ship it straight to the course, which is pretty cool. I might do something like that, or if I got like a super nice, super super nice like uh, kind of like a carrying case for it, I might do that. But yeah, I mean, if there, it's a specific a business that does that. Like That's I'd true. be way more comfortable because those guys at the airport, they toss they around bags care, like, dude. do not care. I, I remember that one viral video. There was the attendant that was outside and he was throwing them on that. Like, it's kind of like an escalator for the bags. Yeah. It's like a little conveyor literally belt. over the head tossing bags. And I was like, what if that was my clubs, dude? I mean, for real, I'm not even a good golfer, but I've spent a bunch of money on my clubs. I mean, thanks to Matt, actually. Oh, that's true. Matt yeah, D used that. to work at a uh, dicks and got me a fat old discount. So I got I the did. last iteration of the Nike clubs. Those are those sick too. Clubs. Yeah. Really sick. I love them still. I need to use them way more. And so I get really sad when they just sit in the garage, but um, all right. In other news, uh, obviously the wash up network golf tournament is going to be a blast. In other news, uh, the Mets apparently are going to get bought. So apparently Steve Cohen, who is, going to buy them for like $2 billion and then they're going to buy their network, which is weird in baseball that like every baseball team has their own network. Like the Mariners have root sports. Yeah. LA has their own, like it's like FSN West or something like that. Yeah. And so they have to, if you buy a baseball team, you have to buy the network that they play on or else you're just buying like the wheels and not the car, which is weird. So they're Steve Cohen's going to drop $4 billion on the Mets. How crazy is that? That's so much money on a team that really hasn't done that much. Not at all. And he said straight cash, homie. Like he was like, he's like, literally, we'll pay $4 billion cash. We want it, you know, right now. Dude, how do these guys come up with this money? Like, <laughs> good Lord, of, sign me up. I think we talked about this on a way out here podcast. We were like, dude, I can't even think of a million dollars. Can you think of $4 billion? I can't I even mean, think of like a thousand dollars right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey with a washed up network golf tournament hopefully there's big cash prizes we can Yo, finally cross that i'm up. gonna be holding that, up a big old check yeah that it's gonna be like the michael scott where the <laughs> check is actually it costs more to do the check than the actual check yeah. is and it turns out to be like 73 dollars <laughs> uh yeah but four billion dollars i mean we're talking about this pre-show but i wish the mariners would get bought so badly so so badly I mean, they're just, I think Nintendo owned them at one, at one point, And obviously they didn't really care about the baseball team. They just cared yeah, about no. cash flow. Um, and then now I don't even know who owns the Mariners anymore. I think Nintendo still owns like majority stake, but how cool would it be to have like a, a group like Russell Wilson and like those guys that are trying to bring the Sonics back and they bought, I mean, because the uh, Sierra and Russell Wilson, all those guys, they own the Sounders now. Yeah. They're like minority owner in the Sounders. It'd be dope if they, they had a stake in, you know, another Seattle baseball team. Cause I think I heard that they were trying to buy the Portland baseball team. You know, they're trying to have like an yeah, MLB yeah. team in Portland and Sierra and Russell Wilson are like co-funding it. I was like, dude, how about you spend that money on the team you already have? 
because we're trash and haven't made the playoffs in 20 years. So. Yeah, seriously. I, yeah, that, I think that'd be super cool to have like uh, Russell Wilson do something like that, um, especially since he was a baseball player. I feel like he would have somewhat of an idea or, yeah, at, least get, or at least get the right people in there to get it done. Because yeah, what about been a player a owner? What what if he owned like minority owned the team and then he played a little bit at the end of his career and tried to like That'd hack it, kind of like a Tebow situation? He's like trying to make it coincidentally on the Mets, but you know Russell Wilson buys a minority stake and he's like, I have one proposition. I get put to me at second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like pretty sweet though. <laughs> yeah, it really would be. And people are like, we don't want your money. Like, we don't want you at second base. Uh, that's hilarious. And maybe Patrick Mahomes buys uh, the team in Seattle. I mean, he's going to have half a billion dollars by the time he's 34. Dude, that's – oh, my God. <laughs> I, mean, I just can't the even reality imagine. reality is he actually could. Like, he – not he could, the, yeah. a major league baseball team because they're valued at a crazy price. But, like, he could easily buy just a straight-up MLS team or a minor league baseball team or something like that while he's still playing football. Honestly, and I, yeah, and I feel like with Patrick Mahomes, since he is like, he's an athlete, like he's an all around like athlete, like he, I'm sure he played every single sport. So his dad he, was a major league baseball player. Yeah, so it's like he would definitely, I, I could definitely see him doing something like that with some sort of you know soccer team, yeah, you know NBA team, whatever. But yeah, it's crazy the amount of money that we're paying athletes now, especially in their just like as they're playing. So I think we're getting closer and closer to seeing some like player owners, you know, like I wouldn't be surprised. Inst- yeah. So instead of making, you know, us paying you half mm. a billion dollars, what if we give you a percentage of the team, you know, so it doesn't go against salary cap and stuff like that. Obviously 1% of a, a $4 billion team is, you know, 400 or $40 million a year or something like that. And I mean, that's forever. So you're saying 40 million and then that increases over time. So it's not even a good deal if you give them 1% of the team, let alone, you know, a bigger percentage than that. So I don't know how it would work out, but it seems more interesting than not to pay their way. What if they like said, Hey, I'll uh, pay, I'll play for $0 this year, but you give me, you know, 1% revenue or something like a rev share deal. I think well, that would it, get super interesting. Yeah, for something like that too, it's like if they did something like that, that would allow them to get other players or guys in there to help them win a Super Bowl, which that's an incentive. A lot of these guys' contracts yeah. have incentives to reach, you know, the playoffs and, you know, the Super Bowl, everything like that. And if they win it, I mean, they're just making more money. So I think some of the incentives in Mahomes' contract were so insane. It was like if he wins MVP – it was like 125 grand. If he wins AFC Championship MVP, he it's like another 125 grand. Like it's it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of actual money, but it's a lot of incentive money too. So yeah. he has a, a. I think the Chiefs the Chiefs randomly did well, which is crazy to say on a half a billion co- dollar contract. But like they put enough incentives in there for him to perform. So exactly. They, you never want like a Cano deal where it's like, yeah, we're going to pay you no matter how you do. And then by, you know, your fifth year, you're hitting 260 and your home run numbers are down like cut in half and you're playing second base like trash. So I don't think Mahomes is going to be that, especially at 34 at the very end of his contract. Which so, is just still see. just boggles my mind that he's going to be that young <laughs> still and have half a bill, dude. To be that's crazy. Honest, I had no idea he was 24 years old. 
I didn't know he won the Super Bowl MVP, all that. I didn't know he was 24. I, I, I guess it makes sense because he only got drafted like two years ago. But Yeah, I, I knew he was young. And then when I saw his contract, I was like, dang, like, I wonder how old he's going to be when his contract ends. And I was like, he's only 24 right now. His contract ends and he's 34. He could sign at least another what, four-year deal after that. Oh, yeah. Or something, something along and those lines. I think we've we've had like a complex about this because Major League Baseball they sign players randomly, really old. Like yeah. Albert Pujols got his giant contract with the Angels at like 32 years old. He signed like an eight year deal at 32 years old. Like he's gonna be 40 when that ends. And in baseball years, that's pretty freaking old. You know, that's you see Tom old, Brady yeah. sling a football still at 42, 43. But I mean, to swing a bat and have the same bat speed to catch up to 103 mile an hour fastball, it hits a little bit different. Yeah, and you know, and not to say that MLB is harder, but because Tom Brady's taking freaking hit after hit, but you know, Albert Pujols got big time money because he was just dominating with the Cardinals. So we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, it's just the mon- just sheer money that's going around sports is is pretty pretty wild. So um, all right. It, our last topic of the day, UFC 251 is on Saturday. So it is going to be tomorrow. We are doing a live stream, a UFC 251 live stream that starts at 6 p.m. Pacific time. There's some pretty insane fights, but even funnier, we're, you're going to be able to see live reaction from the Way Out Here crew. Miles is going to be on here. Um, you'll see Austin, possibly Andrew on the live stream. So there's going to be a bunch of uh, washed up network characters that are going to be watching this fight from, and the fights I think start at like legit 3 PM. We're obviously not going to stream for like eight hours. So we're going to give everybody some, some leeway. So we're starting at 6 PM. Yeah. We're excited. Matt, how excited are you for the fights? And is there a fight you're particularly excited for? I'm super pumped just for all the fights together. Um, I think the like the the bantamweight title fight will be good against uh, Jose Aldo because I think Taylor was saying, oh yeah, this is his own. This is his second fight in this weight class. Yeah, and he's he already, already got a title belt. belt. Like that's yeah. crazy. That's I think obviously uh, Masvidal on six days notice. I <laughs> I mean, how could you not want to watch that? You you and I looked this up. It's his fiftieth fight, and this is his first title fight, I believe. He got that like BMF title that was kind of like a made up like <laughs> baddest motherfucker title, which yeah. is great, you know, but it's not an actual title title belt. This is his first title fight. Yep. So to fight 49 times and not ever have and to be as good a fighter as he is, it seems impossible that this would be his one of his first. I, he might have had one other one, but he's never had a title, which is crazy to me because that dude is probably the scariest dude in the, on the planet, honestly. Yeah, I watched the uh, the clip. So I, I didn't realize when we were talking about on our podcast yesterday um, when he went into the backyard with like Kimbo Slice and stuff like yes. that. I was like, Clayton's lying. This is bullshit. This isn't true. <laughs> and then ESPN posted. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, Dude, he was the, the guy he was going up against had at least 20 pounds on him. Uh, easy, he, Oh my God. And in those video days, they still, because they are trained in jujitsu and things like that. And their hands and feet were technically weapons. Remember those fights, like the other guy had to throw the first punch for the fight to be legal. And so they were all already automatically at a disadvantage. And you saw Masvidal not even bat an eye when he went in those fights. Dude, and he got, (laughs) and he got 
bopped a couple times oh, yeah. too. And he's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> and just shook it off and just went to town. Oh, yeah. And like he now has the fastest recorded knockout with Ben Askren, that knee to the face. Like as soon as they started the knee to the face. And so uh, Ben Askren is like one of the funniest Twitter follows because he just makes fun of himself all week. And so as soon as Masvidal was announced for this fight against Usman, because I forget his name, dropped out because he actually has COVID, but he dropped out of the fight. Masvidal entered and Ben Askren was like, oh, I'm going to see that clip all week, aren't I? <laughs> I was like, dude, that would suck so much if you knew, like, when this guy fights, all I'm going to see is that highlight clip of me getting knocked out. <laughs> In five seconds. <laughs> yeah, like nothing at all. But, yeah, the way out here, boys, are going to be on the UFC 251 live stream. Make sure you go check out the check out the Washed Up Network Facebook page and Twitter page. We're going to be on, on those. And then we'll have a couple of live streams on Instagram leading up to the fight, doing some pre-fight recording, um, some prediction stuff. So we're excited about that, trying to get uh, more and more in the UFC. But uh, the UFC community, like on Instagram and stuff, they're they're a big old group. So it's been fun just to talk shop with some of those guys on Twitter and everything uh, to see their predictions because, you know, I've been watching UFC. I don't know about you, Matt, but I've been watching a little bit of UFC, but like these guys are like, they know the whole roster from top yep. to bottom, the guys that might make the roster, things like that. And so I, I feel like a, a bandwagon UFC guy and legit, like I've bought like a ton of fights. Like I've spent like hundreds of dollars at this point on fights, which, you know, now I feel like a rookie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been watching it kind of off and on for like a last, like I've, I haven't really gotten into it up until recently probably like a couple months ago I'd say when kind of like there was nothing on except for fights I was like I was like dang this is actually like super cool like even the the chick fights were super good and just seeing how I mean seeing professionals work just like watching professional you know athletes you know baseball whatever watching them do their thing and other athletes do their thing it's it's cool to see them in in their element yeah for sure and like Amanda Nunes on the on the girl side oh I have said this multiple times on so many different social media platforms and on our podcast. I would never, ever, ever spend even five seconds in an octagon with that woman. She Mm. would absolutely obliterate me and it wouldn't be that close. Like it would be like watching a lion go after a deer. That's how bad it would be. And you know, I accept that. I accept that UFC (laughs) is just not going to be my calling. And so I respect every time I watch it, I respect the sport more and more because the stuff they do is beyond any belief that I have. So, all right, that's going to be all for the washed up radio week four. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Make sure you go to manscaped.com use code washing. You get 20% off plus free shipping and tune in this Saturday at 6 PM Pacific time. You can see the way out here, boys and the washed up crew on the live streams for UFC 251. You can catch all the action on there. um, And we're super excited for our first ever live stream and we'll see you guys next week.